You are going to do great things when you get out of your way. Then it makes it easier for someone to understand that, okay, I am trusted to do this. I am loved enough to start really believing or allowing myself to believe that I can do this. Welcome to the Riley June Show. I'm your host, Riley June, international intuition coach and spiritual activator. This podcast is designed for the souls who are ready to dive into what spirituality, consciousness, and healing truly is like. Here you will find the conversations and insight most spiritual teachers aren't willing to have. Why? Because we pull back the curtain on what truly takes place as you move through your healing journey, the duality of the light and the dark, and the role ethics and integrity undeniably play in your ascension experience. I have had the pleasure of working with tens of thousands of people, from clients, stories shared through messenger chats, and others in the industry to know exactly what this journey will look like for you. These episodes will share conversations of industry leaders bridging the gap to the new paradigm of reality and individuals sharing their heart through their soul's journey they've been through and what they've learned along the way. So if you're ready to go deep, unlock truth, and activate into the blueprint of you, this is going to be a space you're not going to want to miss out every Monday. Are you ready? Let's activate. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another session. I'm really excited to tune in with you today because this has become one of my favorite topics is really just talking about the differentiation between the new age spiritual practices and some of what I teach and share now in terms of having grounded and rooted myself in Jesus And not to preach religion, but to ultimately share testimonies and experiences of truly how powerful it is when you form that relationship. Everything that I share, and it's so incredible to me to be able to evolve as a human and and equally for you to know that you get to do that too. A lot of what I used to teach and share created a lot of shame and guilt within me because once upon a time I taught all things spirit guides and ancestors and universe and angels and it really honestly is because I just didn't understand or know better and as we grow and evolve that's the same kind of concept that comes up no matter what it is that you're working on you know you'll you'll find out let's say you're working on something with finances and so you start with organization and budgeting and really pulling apart your spending living within your means and then you realize that oh you know you continue to further your education you continue to ask questions you continue to grow and evolve in that sense and you realize that oh actually in fact there is a better way there is another way there's a more profound way there's a more effective efficient way Maybe it's health. You start off with, I'm going to lose 20 pounds and you hit the treadmill every day and you eat super restricted and maybe it works for a period of time, but then you plateau and you can't figure out how. So you continue your education and you apply different practices and you find something that works better for you. And so on, the the growth continues to happen. You learn better, you do better, or if you know better, 
You learn better, you know better, you do better. There it is. And that can be applied in every sense, in relationships, in parenting, in swimming, in um, business, right? When you are constantly committed to allowing yourself to learn. Now, that doesn't mean you have to have your head in your book 24-7. You never settle into a practice. You never like really take the time to apply and to integrate the things that you're learning, right? Because then we're not, we're just consuming at that point. You're not actually taking in what you're learning and applying it to understand how it's relevant to you. But there was a lot of shame and guilt that came up for me when I found a relationship with Jesus um, and, and to God and what that standard looked like. And it caused a lot of disruption in my life. My whole business was fundamentally built on teaching people this work mediumship, psychic readings. And I'm I'm not saying that there's not a place for it because it was what got me to where I am today. It is what will get so many of you to where you're inevitably going to go one day as well. But what I came to find is that there really truly was a better way. And why I'm kind of starting with this is because when we are constantly taught and told through New Age spiritual practices that we need to rely on ourselves. We need to trust ourselves. We need to find our worth within ourselves, our value within ourselves. We need to love ourselves. We are always going to be subjected to the default of our perception and our beliefs. And what I mean by that is if you are someone who grew up in a home where you were constantly rejected or tormented or, you know, negative things happened to you and it really negatively impacted your ability to feel like you were worthy of love and attention, to feel worthy that you were um, good enough to be seen, that you're worthy of being good enough, period, uh, to struggle with trusting or being trusted, right? you're only going to be able to trust yourself to the depths and degrees as you know how you can, if that makes sense. Like if someone were to tell you, and this is something that I see a lot within coaching as well, is, you know, there's a lot of affirmations that go, I trust myself, I am safe, I am loved. And on repetition, when we say something long enough, we will inevitably believe it. It's true. That is quantum physics in a beautiful nutshell. But when we are really wanting to integrate these experiences and we're struggling, waking up at 3 a.m. in in the night, panicking about something going on, or someone comes to us and they're projecting their negativity on us, or something financially happens, or something with health happens, and so on and so forth, something with business happens, that wound of rejection, that wound of guilt and shame, that wound of whatever it is that you are working on with your affirmations is again going to default back to your limited perception. And what's so fascinating about our ability to evolve as human beings and to develop our brains and to perceive in new ways and to believe in new ways is that in order to do so, we actually have to have a higher standard in which we are holding ourselves up to. And with New Age spiritual practices, it actually does the complete opposite effect. It tells the person who is involved in the New Age spiritual practices that they are valid exactly where they are. Now, we can argue presence. Okay, so if I want to be more present in my life, then I get to come into acceptance of exactly where I am. And that's true. You absolutely do. And it's even required if you're really going to notice and witness and and be able to see all the growth and evolvement that you have done. 
But if where you are right now is still in a place of struggling or suffering or you feel like you can't get present or you can't get grounded or it's the constant same things over and over and over again that you are facing or you struggle with the strength or you struggle with the ability to believe, to trust, to surrender, to know, it's because your validation points, your checkbox points are to the default of your own beliefs. This is why coaching becomes so helpful for so, so many people, especially if you're working with a coach who holds you to a higher standard. But even still, that coach is still at the default of their own perception. And this is why when I found God, it really challenged me to look at a much bigger picture. And yes, there were things that I was doing that did not align with the Bible. And I really had to ask myself, You know, am I going to choose to sit here and to let now this conscious awareness kick in every time I do a reading um, and question if I'm doing something right? Or am I going to adjust my practice and equally help guide people beyond me? That was the whole point of me even starting a business to begin with, was I found intuition. I couldn't wait to tell people all about how incredible it is and how powerful they are and the true capabilities that lie within them. But I also knew very quickly that I would become reliant upon if I didn't give people a higher standard to hold themselves to. And that's where even a lot of psychics and mediums really struggle is they become the mother to their clients or they struggle with boundaries surrounding their clients. Their clients are constantly reaching out to them with crisis management, which most psychics and mediums, I'd say arguably the majority of them are not equipped to handle. Um, And in many cases, I equally am not equipped to handle, but I know my limits and my boundaries and I do refer out when needed and necessary. Um, Even if I'm questioning, can I handle this? I know that that's a sign for me to refer out to a therapist. So when we have this awareness, we get to really ask ourselves, to what standard am I holding myself to? Am I holding myself to a standard of the default of who I used to be, what I believe? Is that working for me? Or is there a higher higher moral standard and spiritual understanding that I get to evolve into and to experience? And a lot of people, and I can equally say this for me as well, we don't like to be challenged beyond our own limitations. Meaning that we like change, but we like it within the confines of our own comfort zones. So if someone challenges us in a belief, in an action, in a step, in a way that is too much for us, right? Sure, you can set those boundaries and you can set those limitations. But again, to what standard are you being upheld to? Uh, For me, in terms of beliefs, I had to ask myself, I didn't like it. It was uncomfortable. It made me rethink and reevaluate everything that I was doing. And I didn't like that. But that didn't mean that it wasn't something I couldn't handle. It didn't mean that it wasn't something that if I just sat back intentionally and really thought about it, I couldn't evolve or change or adjust. And that's exactly what I did. Equally with actions in our lives, when we're held to a higher standard that's beyond our own perceived limitation, right? See how that keeps coming up? You might not like that your trainer uh, um, suggests to you know, eat this certain way or exercise in this certain way, 
But if they, as an expert, have a higher standard, they can see better in you than you can in yourself and they uphold you to that, it becomes your responsibility to truly step back and reevaluate and ask yourself, okay, what can I do to improve? Oh, look, someone here is guiding me. But when it came to spiritualism with the new age practices, it's so rooted in this idea of self-validation that we've gotten to the point where we're allowing children to be animals, where schools are putting litter boxes in bathrooms to basically validate that child's experience. And for a lot of situations and circumstances, and you may disagree with me, but welcome to the Riley June Show, I also very much disagree with promoting this idea that our children get to have a say in the gender that they want to choose. Our kids don't know how to pay bills. They don't know how to make meals. They hardly clean up after themselves, their rooms. They have messy or chaotic or disordered lives. They hardly even know who they are in their personality for themselves. They can't hardly define their own characteristics but we're going to allow them to choose their gender and their identity to me that just sounds absolutely absurd and you can again so freely disagree with me but it's like it's one of those things where how far is far enough until we realize that we're actually creating a lot of problems one of the biggest things that really turned me to God and Jesus uh, from the analytical side was that I was taking witness to why or where my clients were still struggling even though I was holding them to a higher standard and I was helping them to put in practices that I knew would genuinely improve their mental, emotional, physical, spiritual well-being but for some it wasn't clicking or they weren't getting it ultimately they were allowing themselves to be validated by their limited perception of where they were at and equally for me I was limited to my own limited perspective of what I believed to be true at that time and when God came into the picture for me for just I it's not that I go hey you need to do this it's like hey I found this really incredible thing and I feel like it would really help you it's still rooted in your relationship that you build right I am not God I can't tell you about your relationship with God but you can form and build that relationship with God in yourself and that's ultimately how it should be done A lot of people have a lot of wounds surrounding churches that they grew up with or in or communities or cultures of supposed Christianity or Catholicism and ultimately it's because it was based off of a collective identity. It wasn't rooted in the importance of a person building that relationship fundamentally on their own. And that's ultimately what we are doing when we tune into these new age spiritual practices and these healings is, okay, I'm going to tune into me. I'm going to figure out what's going on within me. I'm going to allow myself to heal and grow and forgive and do all these beautiful things, even though it's challenging along the way. But again, to what standard are you upholding yourself to? And I always ask my coaches that I'm training, um, when someone comes to you and they struggle with a belief surrounding worthiness, believing that they are worthy, believing that they are loved, believing that they can trust and be trusted, how are you helping them to understand that if they don't feel or believe it within themselves? Okay, so affirmations is one of the answers. All right, so how is that going? Like under your assessment of however long you're working with them, how is that going for them? 
And then they give some form of an answer surrounding, well, it's going okay. And, you know, they're starting to trust themselves a little bit more and, you know, but they still struggle in a lot of these areas. And it's like, okay, so there's a fundamental disconnect or foundational disconnect surrounding knowing that there truly is a higher standard and point of view that they get to be held to. One where God is mercy-filled, just-filled. He believes in you. He loves you. He has this greater plan for you. He knows that beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are meant to be here to do great things, whether it's to be a phenomenal mother or an incredible gardener or a community um, uh, bringer together or a pastor or a coach or, you know, name and list a plethora of other different things. He promised you as a gift to this world for a very different reason. And it's not in outside of us that we are able to find that answer. Equally, one of the number one questions that I would always get asked when I would do readings is what is my purpose in life? And from day one, I was always saying that is never an answer for me or any psychic to be able to answer for you because it cannot come in the form of somebody else telling you. They did not design you. They did not create you. And there's all these conditions and all these things standing in your way from being able to trust the guidance that comes through you. So if you can't trust in your own ability to make your decisions in your life, even equally for what you want for dinner, how to get dressed in the morning, what colors to wear, you're going to struggle with the bigger questions of should I trust myself to take this risk? Should I trust myself to show up online? Should I trust myself to step out in this way? Should I trust myself to leave this relationship to create a boundary? You're always going to struggle with trust. But when you understand that someone so much greater than you, greater than every single person on this planet, any creation, any paradigm, any reality, already trusts in you, already knows that you are going to do great things when you get out of your way, then it makes it easier for someone to understand that, okay, I am trusted to do this. I am loved enough to start really believing or allowing myself to believe that I can do this. And if it's always left up to the coach, well, then that client is going to rely on that coach at three in the morning when they wake up panicked in their room over whatever it is that they're struggling through versus having the ability to turn to prayer. And this is one of the things that I see so common is we can assign these affirmations and we can assign these meditations and we can assign these breath works and we can assign all these journal prompts and practices. But when that person's genuinely waking up in a panic attack or just in the middle of their day in the panic attack, um, especially if they're new to um, regulating or they don't quite know how to regulate their emotions and their energy and ultimately their nervous system, then breathworks and affirmations and journal prompts and meditations are the absolute last thing on their mind. And it's because they don't have the brain capacity to be able to put themselves in a different state and shift out of that very quickly because they're genuinely panicked about something in their life. But what we do always have is the ability to pray even when we're in the depths of panic and fear. Even when. Even when we are struggling the most, we still have the ability to, at least in that shadow, say, okay, God, help me out here. I need your help. I'm struggling. I'm in panic. I'm in scarcity. I'm in worry. I'm in fear. I'm breaking down. I'm crying. The world is crashing down around me. What do I do? Help me to see this through 
we have that ability, even if we don't necessarily believe it. How many times have you, maybe you aren't someone who's really practiced or followed or built much of a relationship with God, but in the midst of some of the biggest challenges in your life, you have even turned to God and said, God, help me see my way through this because I don't know what else I got in me. I remember saying that so many times when my husband was dying, when Phil was like, we just had no idea whether he was going to make it or not. And he was so genuinely struggling. And I remember turning to God and this was far before I ever had a relationship. I ever hardly even cracked open a Bible. And I would say, okay, help me to see my way through this because I don't have anything else left in me. I don't know what else to do. I don't know what I even can do. I don't know if I have the strength to be able to uphold my part in whatever this is supposed to be. And there was probably a few swears in there too. (laughs) Let's be honest. But my point is that when we are wanting to shift and adjust and to change, we cannot expect ourselves to always be at the default of our own self-validation. The reason people change is because they are held to a higher standard. And we see the incredible transformations that people make when they do have the coaches or they're in the programs or they commit to the challenges. You know, they learn. That could even be reading books, listening to podcasts, getting your mind right, praying uh, before you even touch anything in the world, before you tune into your phone, before you, you know, do literally anything else in your life, but you get yourself centered. And then the question begs is, to what standard are you holding yourself to? My uh, husband is building the crib in the background, so (laughs) there might be some banging, clanging. Um, And I want to leave you with that today because I see this being such a disservice for a lot of people who are following the New Age practices and ultimately because you're putting a cap on people's ability to grow. You're putting a cap on people's um, ability to see bigger than where they are, to understand that they don't have to rely on their own survivalistic instincts of default to get them through something that God is truly here, walking alongside them, carrying them, holding their hand, um, leading the path ahead of them, walking behind them to watch them truly keep going forward in so many different ways that you are loved, that you can be saved, that you can have this wholehearted life experience and be so gratitude filled even in the depths of change. And that fear does not come from God. And that your own validation when you're in fear, affirmations, I'm safe, I'm loved, I'm safe, I'm loved, I'm trusting, I can be trusted, I can make this decision, I am strong. I'm not saying those things are wrong or bad. They're very helpful in many, many ways and they absolutely have a place. But to really think about for my for my spiritual leaders, for my coaches, and, and equally for if you're someone who's just on that personal journey, to really look up to what you're holding yourself as a standard to. Is that going to challenge a lot of your beliefs, your perspectives, your way of living, the things that you do in your daily life? Absolutely. But did you not commit to a personal development growth and journey anyways? Do you not want to just go to the source of your creation versus trying to climb and find all these different ladders and steps and platforms along the way? And I I share that and I ask that because I equally went through this. I tried to land on those platforms. I tried to get a couple rings up the ladder and, and be good enough there. And I realized that it wasn't going to work. If you really genuinely want to understand your capacity, your purpose in this life, which by the way is never one thing either. 
another misconception. Um, it's easy to sell. I'm going to help you find your purpose in life, but truly your purpose isn't one thing. It will be a multitude of things. It will be a being a mom, being a wife, uh, being a uh, travel agent, being a spiritual coach, being, uh, I don't know, a plant mom, like your purpose will be in so many things. You just have to be willing to surrender and to accept and to understand that there is such a grander perspective, a grander standard that you get to hold yourself to. But let me tell you how rewarding it is. Oh, it challenges you so deeply to your core, but it is so incredibly rewarding because no one can take that away from you. No one can take that away from you. And that is truly the best part. I wanted to add in a shameless plug. This is something that we're really diving into this week and equally last week by the time this episode airs in the Expander membership is really just understanding some of the scientific and processes that you can move through to regulate your nervous system. There is truly a place for everything. I really do believe that. Though I hold a very strong belief in God and Jesus and don't agree with or align with the New Age spiritual practices anymore, it is something that will inevitably get people to the same place if they're willing to continue to lean in and learn. And I really do believe that because every time I have changed my beliefs, I have evolved my understanding, I have continued to learn and grow, it has continued to push my own boundaries. And equally for New Age spirituality, when people find that things aren't working, they're naturally going to want to seek out a better way of doing things. And that's what a lot of people I have come to see, witness, and equally find within a lot of the clients that I support Um, that they're turning to me for at this time is that they've done all the new age spiritual things and there's still inconsistencies in so much of the why why they can't figure it out why they're not overcoming this problem why it's not working for them why the universe isn't answering their questions why they aren't getting the results from their cards that they were seeking I really do believe that inevitably we'll all come to this place or you will come to that place if this isn't necessarily something high on your (laughs) list of beliefs that you want to take on at this time, you're going to come to that place of being challenged because you will constantly find inconsistencies in your own self and work that eventually you're just going to have to keep asking, okay, well, what's next? What's next? And that's how I got here as well. And so within the Expander membership, we have an incredible promo going on for, you can join us for $1 for the first 14 days. And it's a great way for you to poke your head in, um, check things out, check out the lives. We have an incredible guest coming on tomorrow, Michael Conklin. And he's, um, he was a former recovery specialist, um, supporting those who were getting sober in their life from all different things to transition into a lot of the mindset work. He is such an incredible person to listen to, very inspirational, very motivational, and I'm really excited to have him in our group container this month to share his knowledge and just his high vibe energy. And equally, what's so fascinating, um, something that he shared with me when we connected from a another membership that we were in together, is that through recovery, one of the things that you're taught 
is that at the pinnacle of your sobriety is a belief in God. And you have to have a belief in something greater than you for actually a lot of everything that I've been talking about today. And that is because otherwise you will always be a default of your own limitations. And I found that very interesting that for someone who's recovering, that that would be a part of the curriculum, though it absolutely makes sense because a lot of the reasons people have addictions is because of shame or rejection or guilt or inner child wounds, ultimately um, feeling unloved, all those things that God would be the savior for them to understand that they are loved, that they can be forgiven, that their guilt and their shame can be delivered to someone greater than them to no longer be the influencer factor um, and to hold them accountable to a higher standard. It's so, so interesting how in a lot of our recovery experiences that we have available to us, that God truly is the highest standard. And I think that that's really fascinating for the New Age spiritual community and a lot of this identity politics stuff that's going on in our world that it's the thing that is left out the most. Equally, in a lot of the COVID stuff, right? We relied so much on the government to tell us whether we were sick or not or whether we could do something or not where it's like God designed these intrinsic immune systems that are just absolutely miraculous in of itself. And so, yeah, just so many things. It's really interesting when you start to look at the bigger picture of where God's left out and how much people struggle from that place when that's the case. So anyways, <laughs> I digress. In our Expander membership, we have switched up the structure and we do three lives a week and we really focus on transparency, education surrounding energy and intuition because intuition is such a massive part in being able to receive the messages from God, not only just from the words that he speaks in the Bible, but also just in the way that he directs us in our lives as well. We don't have to constantly have our Bible on us looking at, okay, what's the next best thing to do? We can actually tune into that consciousness, that spirit, the Holy Spirit within us and allow our intuition to speak through us. And that's, it's just such a beautiful thing. And Throughout the Bible, there's constant references of us utilizing our spiritual gifts for good. So they do align with each other when practiced in, um, in a, an appropriate way. And equally, we focus on our faith because without our faith, we do not have hope. And without hope, we are again constantly reliant on the default of our own selves. So come and join us. The link will be in the show notes. And it is a really great place for you to not only meet like-minded people, but to really find yourself being seen and being heard and being validated by other people who are going through similar things as well. Validation is important because it helps you to know that you're not crazy, you're not alone, and that yes, you in fact are going through something, whether it be a good something or a bad something or a in-between something. Validation isn't bad by any means, but it's when we rely on self-validation out of survivalism that we limit ourselves to being, doing, knowing, and experiencing greater. All right, I'm going to leave you with this. I hope this resonated with you today. I'd love to hear your feedback. Tag me on Instagram with your takeaway screenshot, and I will see you, chat with you next Monday. Boom. 
Before you go, I would love and appreciate so much if you could take a moment of your time to leave a five-star review. It helps me to be able to get this message out to so many more in the world. And I am so truly thankful that you choose this place to be every single week. Until next time, don't forget to find the magic in today.